big matchups this week, man. All right, guys. Back to the Sports First podcast. We've got the NFL news right now. As uh, you might have just heard, my partner in crime here. There's some big matches. I'll just call it up. Some big matchups coming up. We got a lot of different... Uh, we got divisional games. We got kind of different divisions battling one another that have uh, big consequences on uh, records. Because, you know, it's week 10. We got, uh, you know, some of the lucky teams that are going to get their uh, quick little buys in. And then we obviously got teams that are now, you know, some teams got everything to lose in the next couple of matchups. And I think one of those teams, uh, or one of those matchups right away is 49ers versus Jags because one team three uh lost streak and they need a win in their own division which is getting really tight at the top with Seattle Seahawks and Rams and we got the Jags who are trying to fight for a freaking number one seed or at least win without their division like something out of that because you never know what can happen it's it's been game slam for both I think 49ers definitely need it more than the Jags do and considering, like you said, you know where they are in the division, Seahawks are right behind them. A little bit, more, a little bit more room for the Jags, but Jags are also fighting for the number one seed at yeah. this point too, right? Looks like in the NFC, it's going to come down to most likely Eagles. Detroit's still in there, yeah. but Eagles have some tough matchups coming up. 49ers have some tough games. Jags have some tough games too. So, I mean, both teams need it for different reasons. I think 49ers are going to be a little bit more hungry. Yeah. They're going to be, it looks like they're getting all the guys back. Williams is still questionable to tackle, but Debo is supposed to play. Yeah, yeah I think, uh, well, at least for the NFC side, yeah, the Eagles are definitely up there. We got Lions up there. You know, the sneaky Saints are like, if they could put together some wins and stuff, you know, they're five and four leading the side. I think they're going to have enough to win that division because yeah. that division is not. No, it's not good at all. Like, you know, Panthers. Suck great dot Bucks are like they're just not able to. Their injuries the last few games have started to take a hit on their defense, yeah. which was kind of keeping them a little bit steady and together. And then we got Falcons who like Arthur Smith, man. I'm just waiting for the day this guy gets fired. So Saints got a real good chance of coming out of the South, and if they can put some wins together, and we see like you know the Lions start to get beat a little bit, uh, the West is already kind of shaky as fuck, uh, and then the East obviously Eagles are going to be running that shit. They're a team that's going to be very hard to knock up, but you're right. They do have some really tough matchups that people could kind of put some pressure on Eagles. And with Hurts, man, we don't, we don't know how bad that knee is. really is. They right just now. lost what's uh, their tight end, too, Goddard. Goddard, Goddard too. Four arm, right? I'm I'm Goddard. Um, I mean, they still have some really good receivers. You know, obviously, AJ Brown's second yeah. in the league in receiving yards mm-hmm. right now. And Devonta's finally starting to step it up after a slow start to his season. Yeah. But you know what? It's... 49ers got something to play for Jags or something to play for. It's going to be a Monday. No, it's Sunday night or I think. For which one? No, that's no, they're an afternoon game. Yeah. Right. right. We got the, we have so much of a better game for Sunday night. We got Jets and Raiders. Yeah. Jets and Raiders for night and then Monday. Uh, but, yeah, so many games. They've got to switch. They don't remember some reason. I know. I was like, what's the point of introducing? Why would they introduce like it? They didn't change any of the ones. So, so you have the option of Jets versus Raiders, or let's just say Seahawks and Commanders. Yeah. I'd rather watch that than Jets and Raiders. Giants and Cowboys, no. Okay, well, I'm not going to give them that one. Lions, Chargers? No one would think that was a yeah. Sunday night matchup. Yeah. Or even a Texans versus Bengals. Even though Bengals have already done this You can only switch yeah. the afternoon games, though. You can't switch any of the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you have to only... 
I mean, even honestly, I would probably take Falcons and Cardinals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, out of all the choices, they picked the worst, worst matchup to keep on Sunday night. Even I'm looking forward to the Broncos and Bills. Yeah. Broncos have been playing good. Bills haven't, right? Like, Bills defense is bad. The crazy thing is Broncos are going to play that game, and then they get the Sunday nighter. We're going to watch them play Viking. Like, even that one change up. Like, who the fuck wants to have your last game to finish? Like, that one has potential just because Minnesota, like, their coach is good. Like, they put up fucking 28 yeah. points with Yahoo just uh, three games and before that. But the only problem with that matchup was here are the replacement options for uh, Vikings and Broncos. Rams and Seahawks. Jets and Bills. Or Bucks and uh, 49ers. Those were the only three options to replace that game. So, yeah. But that, but that Monday nighter, do you, do you know what the Monday nighter for that it's going to be? Cheat. Big game man. Super Bowl fucking rematch over here. Um, yeah. That's, well, let's get a little carried away. That's into now week 11. Let's go back to week 10 here. My uh, other matchup is going to, like I was actually just mentioned to it, a line of the Chargers, Matt. It's going to be a good one. I was two teams with good offenses. Lions. Lions have the better defense and a bit more consistent. Chargers can beat the worst, best team in the league and then lose yeah. the worst team in the league. Like, that's the team that uh, Chargers. I see Lions is the team that, you know, obviously has the upper hand in this one just because on both sides of the ball, I see them actually playing well. Whereas the Chargers, offensively, they've been playing atrocious on the offense. Like, they had a good game against Chicago where I watched that game. and One of the most boring games I ever watched, too, just because, like, both teams are, weren't really doing much. Touchdowns were coming off, like, stupid little plays other than that one yeah. ran for I don't know how many yards to get. Well, that's like, yeah, that's like right when I walked into the arena, the first play that happens is, like, Eckler running for the thing while I'm watching on the screen for a touchdown, I'm like, Okay, it's going to be one of these games. It's going to be a blowout game, and then they're just going to sit on their run game on the other team, which it was. So I think Chargers, I see them losing that game. I see them losing, but I can also see them, like, yeah, that they could. They could, too, man. They right? definitely could. They're they have, they're capable of doing it. The other thing is, um, is that game in L.A. or is that game in... It could be in L.A. Is it in L.A.? And that's the, that's the other thing, too, is that... Chargers, when I was there, they played at home. Then last week, they didn't play at home. Yeah, it's in it's in LA, but you can see a bunch of Lions fans because it's the Chargers. And well, the craziest thing was while I was at the game, it was more Chicago Bears fans. Way more, way. Always, more always, there's always, yeah, always like, way more. And then we like took a party bus on the way there, and it was dead. And on the way back, it's just like full of uh, like fans, right? And most of them are like Chicago Bears fans. Like even though like people are from like Hawaii, all these weird places, and they're all like Chicago fans. It's always interesting finding yeah. people what fans are from. <laughs> they're not, not always local and shit. Now they became fans on top of that too. That, you know, um, but that you know what I'm looking forward to a lot of fantasy implications of that game too. Could be high scoring, could be low scoring. I'm not quite sure which way to go it. And then finally, the battle of the D's. We've got, got the bigger D here because this could go a long way in fucking playoffs, man. <laughs> right? Who's, who's bigger? Who's better? Yeah, under better. Gonna find out. Brown right, right, right now. Who's gonna be able to? contend but see that's the other thing is on the opposite flip side is you got two of the toughest defenses playing so we could see some uh, major injuries here on it you don't want to both teams obviously don't want to lose people but you know, both teams are going to battle now because this is a big game divisional game everybody wants to show off their defense but that also makes the offense want to be like okay can we beat their defense and i think it's going to be an emotional game on both sides physical 100 physical 
Very physical. That'll be fun. So, that, I think that's going to be a fucking I really fun game. I, I mean, the, and you know what the crazy thing is? So, even for, like, say, the Ravens, right? They play Thursday night against the Bengals. The Sunday that they're, they're at home, though. So, Sunday, but are they out of, but I don't know they home this one against Cleveland. Let's say I think they're home. I think it's about, I mean, I think they're home for this one, too. Let me double check here just to make sure. Yeah, they are. They are yeah, right. So, they went back to back home. That's actually good for them. But for the Bengals, they play, they play the Texans and then they play Thursday night against the Ravens, too. So, so yeah, they get to play at home and then fucking at least from Cincinnati to Baltimore. It's a, it's a bus. Yeah, over. It's like an hour. Literally, it's not like the West Coast teams are going to. Huh. Fly everywhere. Yeah. They I'll go give right. Cincinnati the upper hand on that one, just because of like obviously. But it also depends. What are both teams are playing Thursday? Well, yeah, right. Team, but the, yeah. since he is, who knows what the receiver situation is going to be like? Because this week they've got a. Uh, they could lose another play, uh, receiver th- uh, this week. <laughs> well, Higgins is out. Uh, Chase is a question mark, and then Boyd. And the, imagine like a Boyd getting uh, kicked out from this game. So next week you'd be like down to like yeah. And that's a thing though at this time of the year, man. Injuries like it's a lot of fantasy implications. Yeah. So it's a lot. And the crazy thing for Baltimore is uh, their receivers are all there right here. They're, they're just that's a crazy. But man. but I feel like their offense has gotten to a point where. You're not putting. You're not just running the ball like forty times a game. You're actually putting the ball. Look at into Mars hand, Lamar's hands. And I'm just gonna use this as a comparison. Look at a team like the Chiefs yeah. without without Mahomes. That's a bottom ten offense. Yeah. Without Lamar, that's probably on the bottom, yeah. like either midway to the bottom team. But Lamar's got enough weapons. Yeah. Like he has Andrews. He's always had Andrews. Yeah. But even having the threat of OBJ, whatever he can bring right now, Zay Flowers, they finally found a fucking receiver who might be an actual role model for them. And then, and then Bateman is now slotted into the role that he was born to play, which is like a third yeah. receiver. And Andrews is just fucking light. And he's always been yeah, he's always a good. But now he's got a bit more support around him too, which opens up the game for him, right? I think even the running game, right? Like Lamar can still run. Gus Edwards is running well. The Keaton Mitchell guy just went off. Just is still. They got. They have enough running. Very right? good. Like they just basically showed off everything that they have against a pretty damn good Seahawks team. And the Seahawks destroyed them. They destroyed them. And the Seahawks kept their passing yard down. It wasn't like hey they got beat by the pass. It was the run game, which. Usually Seahawks are good again, but when you love fucking four to five different guys that can run the ball, you got your quarterback, you got like a three different running backs, and you got a receiver like Zay Flowers who can come in the back and actually grab a ball and run with it. Yep. That's fucking scary. And that's the thing with their offense is not just run, run, run. If they can run it, they have play action, they can still do the same thing they used to because now now the field is more spread out for Lamar, so right? Spread out. If you go with a three wide receiver, one tight end, one running back look, You've got all these open little pockets that if the uh, pass rush does get through, he's got the potential to break it open for some runs. Yeah, but he's got, but he's also passing his passing percentage is over seventy right now. Oh yeah, he and you know what? I, year one of this offense, I would say give him another year. Like next year, Zay Flowers is going to be in year two. Yeah, OBJ they'll probably find a finding a replacement for Andrews is still going to be good. They'll probably have a better running back situation next year too. Yeah. So. I think they're a team who started off slow with the changes, and now they're getting better. The defense is going to keep them in every game, no matter what. No. And their offense has been doing their part. Legit Super Bowl contender, and it's going to be a big, match- uh, big matchup for both of those teams. So, yeah, you're right. I think uh, that's enough probably in uh, NFL news. I think just to uh, quickly bring up uh, a couple other matchups that are kind of just related to the type of record you might have, like Texans versus Bengals. You know, both teams are at, you know, Texans are at 500. The Bengals are just about 500, so both teams are looking for a win out of that. Could really do good for both of them in their own divisions. 
So I think that's going to be a big matchup. And then Packers, Steelers, both teams again. They're, you know, like Steelers have a pretty decent record for who the fuck they are. So they need but that. But their record is literally, I don't know how the fuck they're five and three. They've got. Yeah, I know. Yeah, do you see that staff? I don't know how they're in the league with offense. offense and they've been, I, don't know, I don't know how. It's their defense is what I've seen uh, playing fantasy wise, which we'll talk about in the next episode. Is fantasy, fantasy wise, their defense has just done so much that even their offense isn't doing shit. Their defense is doing enough for them to get somehow five wins because we know Pickett isn't getting them five no, wins. And he, I mean, the running game is crazy. He's the brush for like 186 rushing yards. So it looks yeah. like they're going to go back to play good defense, rush the ball, yeah. quarterback doesn't make any mistakes, they're probably going to, because Tallinn's never below 500, yeah. they're probably going to sneak into the playoffs as a 9-8, and 10-7 seed, yeah. but that division is A, going to be tough, the yeah. conference yeah. right now is going to be tough, like Texas are in there, Buffalo, at the top, like here's the top 10 right now in the, in the AFC, Chiefs are 1, Ravens are 2, yeah. Jaguars are 3, Miami's four. Steelers are five right now. It's crazy. Cleveland Browns are six. Cincinnati's seven. Buffalo Bills are eight. Houston is nine. Chargers are tenth. And Jets are 11. The Jets are at four and four. The Pittsburgh Steelers at number five of five. And three. One game separates six teams right now. And after this week, Obviously, Cincinnati, I mean, Houston could have the same record as Cincinnati. Exactly. That's right. what I'm saying. That's a big that's outcome. a big underrated game that's going underrated on. Underrated game, right? That's going and with the injuries for Cincinnati right now. Yeah. I know uh, Texas are going to lose Nico's out for the Nico, three, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But the other guys, it seemed to me, it doesn't matter who's around Stroud. No, Dwayne Dell, they're fucking Joe and Brown, Brown tight end, right? Like, a tight end's rocky shit. They don't have a running game. Their offensive line was so bad, but they're still, like, you know, we we're talking about Gino doesn't have an offensive line, but... The thing with Gino is that he needs everything to be perfect around him. Yeah. And when that's like, the lineup, he's he's, a, he's like a, I don't know, he's not a game manager, but he's the game manager to Ulster. He's whatever that is in between. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of that golf style that like if everything's yeah. good, he can be, he looks like he's a fucking like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But the moment one piece falls off, you're like, yo, send this guy to yeah, the key. What is this? Before us. Yeah, it's right. You know, and I, think another, I think another quick underrated game is the Saints versus Vikings. Because Saints, you know, so for their own division, at least fighting to stay at the top, and they're going to have to ring together some. And now looking at the Vikings and bringing in Dobbs, winning that game, like they could ruin something for the Saints by winning and another team taking over uh, South. So. Saints right now, like during the Saints are how you have like one game as Saints have the easiest schedule remaining. Here's the teams that they're gonna be playing. I'll show you. Uh, I was looking at it earlier today. They have a here's a here's the where's the schedule thing right now. I just had it fold up earlier. You guys always have good schedules, right? but you know what? It's also because their division sucks. Yeah, true. When your division sucks, because you're playing each person, you twice. you play, yeah, you play, uh, like you're obviously the division, you're playing Tampa Bay twice. So you can play Atlanta twice right there. Look at, like, for example, if you're a Raven, you're playing Steelers twice, you're playing Cincinnati twice, you're playing, um, what is it, the Browns twice. That's six games. And then if you're the Saints, you play the Bucks twice, you play, uh, what do you, who else is there, Atlanta twice, and then you play Carolina twice. Twice. Yeah. So that's, uh, the division makes a difference. But here's their, and here's the quarterbacks that have been playing. So Minnesota, they got Joshua Dobbs. They play Atlanta and they got Heineke. Yeah. You've got Detroit, but it's going to be in your own stadium. Yeah. You play Carolina, if you got Bryce Young. You play probably New York Giants and you get DeVito. 
Who knows what Los Angeles' quarterback situation is going to be like. Yeah. Dude. Right? And then Tampa Bay's not doing well. Then Atlanta. Those are the next seven games. That's or eight, nine games. That's a pretty good. They play Detroit at home. They play... That's the hardest. And they play Minnesota again at Minnesota. But they're only... They're five and four, just like the Saints. Yeah. So they have an easy schedule remaining. But then again, they've also had the easiest schedule in the first nine games of the season. And they're only one game above 500. So man, take that. And I think, uh, yeah, that's basically it for all our kind of week 10, at least, NFL news. That is it. You'll catch the fantasy soon. All right. Back in a minute, mate.